Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on this first Sunday of Advent. The worship program for this Mass is available for download online at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. The celebrant for this Mass is Timothy Cardinal Dolan, the Archbishop of New York. As we begin this liturgy, we invite you to rise and to join in singing our entrance hymn number 785 in the St. Michael hymnal located in your pews, number 785, The King Shall Come. Ah, uh, my mistake. Yes, please, please join in singing our entrance hymn number 652 in the St. Michael hymnal, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel.
the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. A blessed Advent, everybody, as we gather for Sunday Mass here at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral, uh, to open the new church here on this first Sunday of Advent. You're all welcome here. We always welcome those who unite with us in uh, prayer on the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM 129, on Catholic Faith Network, and our own live streaming. I'm grateful for the company of so many. Uh, the Bishop of Harrisburg, uh, Bishop Timothy Sr., is here with a, a group who come up to New York every Advent for Christmas. They've left Philadelphia and come to New York. What a great move. Um, so you're very welcome. You know who else? Brother Priest, how good to see you. Monsignor James Shea, who's the president of that magnificent University of Mary in um, Bismarck, North Dakota, is with us. And I'm especially happy to welcome loyal, generous benefactors to our Cardinal's annual stewardship appeal who are here to pray with and for the Archdiocese and to hear me say thank you, that we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. We call to mind our sins and we ask for the mercy of Jesus. Your faithful, we pray, Almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer, you are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you 
while you wrought awesome deeds we could not hope for, oh, boy. such as they had not heard from of old. No ear has ever heard, no eye has ever seen, any God but you doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would that you might meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. All of our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us up to our guilt. Yes, yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you the potter. We are all the work of your hands. The word of the Lord. Oh, <laughs> 
a reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and all knowledge, as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him, you are called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel according to Mark. Lord, you Lord. Oh boy. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore, 
you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. everybody, it's Advent, Advent, that uh, welcome season of spiritual readiness for the grand feast that's now just a little over three weeks away. We see our Advent candle, we see the somber purple of the Advent season, and we see great crowds. We're more crowded than Macy's this morning. This is good. Um, what can help us better understand this blessed season of Advent? Well, let me turn to uh, a very wise theologian. She's a, a young woman theologian by the name of Molly Rose Hill. Have you ever heard of her? She's my three-and-a-half-year-old grandniece. <laughs> who is here with me, I'm happy to say, over Thanksgiving. And when I brought Molly here in the St. Patrick's Cathedral to see the nativity scene over in the corner, like any child, she marveled. Molly marveled at the shepherds and the wise men and the angel, the cow, the camel, the lambs. We even have a dog, Mary and Joseph. But then she stared at the crib and she said, Uncle Tim, where is Jesus? Where is Jesus? And that, folks, I would propose, is the singular question of Advent. Where is Jesus? By the way, that's uh, the reason why we here at America's Parish Church cheat a bit and put up our crash so early. Why? So that the hundreds of thousands who enter this Fifth Avenue Cathedral can stand in reverence before it and hopefully whisper with little Molly, where is Jesus? Now we know the answer to that stunning question. Jesus, we know where he is. Jesus was born as our savior that first Christmas. That's what the crib represents. Jesus will come again at the end of time as judge of the living and the dead. And, and Jesus, Jesus is indeed alive and with us now. Just where is Jesus now? In our own lives, who fills 
the empty crib of our heart? Who is at the center? Who is at the middle of our existence as he is at the middle of history? Who is our Lord and Savior? Who is in the crib of our heart? Who will occupy that for now waiting empty crib? Who's in there? Should we put a dollar bill or a credit card or stock portfolio there as if money and possessions were our savior? Should we place a bottle of whiskey there? If you do, I prefer 18-year-old Jameson, by the way. Should we place a bottle of alcohol in that crib to be our savior? Do we put a, a computer, an iPhone, some type of artificial intelligence there as the answer to the question posed by every human life? Would we place guns and violence, oppression and war in that manger? Would we put lust, immorality to fill that crib? Will we place politics and division in that awaiting now empty manger? Or, and here's the invitation of Advent, everybody, will we acknowledge that we sense an emptiness in our lives, a hole, a hole in our heart, which none of that stuff I just mentioned can ultimately fill, which the divine cardiologist intends that he and he alone fill, that the crib of our heart would be filled with the Lord, with faith and trust in him and his purpose, his meaning, his will, his love, his peace. So the prayer of Advent is to admit that our hearts can be like an empty crib, that only God can fill, and that to place in it anything else will be ultimately futile. And to admit, as we heard in this morning's readings from the Bible, he is our God. We are his children. He is the potter. We are but the clay. Where is Jesus? Will Christmas, now only three weeks and one day away, will Christmas find us with Jesus born and alive in the awaiting empty mangers of our hearts? I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, 
light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through whom all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord for those serving in public office, that they govern with wisdom and integrity, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in Israel, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the Cardinal's annual stewardship appeal, may its good works towards our ministries, schools, parishes, seminary, and priest retirement residences continue to be a beacon of hope and love in our community, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the donors to the annual appeal, and for all those who support their parishes and dioceses throughout through their sacrificial charitable gifts and through their prayers and acts of penance, that the Lord dwell within their hearts as they share in the mission and work of the church, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the intercession of Mary, our mother, St. Joseph, her spouse, St. John the Baptist, the patron of Advent, and St. Francis Xavier on his feast day, as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord.
Pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Accept, we pray, O Lord, these offerings we make, gathered from among your gifts to us, and may what you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below gain for us the prize of eternal redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh and so fulfilled the design you had formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation so that when he comes again in glory and majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which we now dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith.
Therefore, as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. We are Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 497 in the hymnal, number 497, Creator of the Stars of Night. Let us pray.
May these mysteries, O Lord, in which we have participated profit us, we pray. For even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love the things of heaven and to hold fast to what endures through Christ our Lord. Have you all heard of the venerable Pierre Toussaint? New Yorkers know him. We've loved him for over a century and a half. He was a slave in Haiti, and he and his wife accompanied their owners here to New York, where he distinguished himself walking the streets of now what would be uh, downtown Greenwich Village, teaching the young and visiting the sick and caring for the poor a man of deep faith whose cause for beatification and canonization are advancing, thanks be to God. I'm going to bless the, um, this image, which is going to be, uh, which is going to be displayed. Um, where is it going to be, Father Enrique? Over by Mother Seton? By Mother Seton, another great uh, American saint. We have more than you do in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, Bishop, all right? We're glad the distinguished uh, artist, uh, Hunt uh, Slonim, is here with us. You'd... Great job, Maestro. Thank you. Thank you for this gift to the cathedral. Let us pray. <clears throat> oh God, source of all grace and sanctification, look kindly upon us, your servants, who will place this image of the venerable Pierre Toussaint the friend and co-heir of Christ in this cathedral. He is for us a witness to the life of the gospel. Stand still in your presence to plead for us. Grant that we may benefit from his intercession in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He's, the Venerable Pierre Toussaint is buried beneath the um, main altar for, in the crypt reserved for uh, the, the bishops of New York, including myself one day. So that shows you how esteemed he is. The Lord be with you. <laughs> Through the intercession of Mary, our mother, St. Joseph, her spouse, John the Baptist, Patrick, and Francis Xavier on his feast day. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 785 in the hymnal, The King Shall Come. <laughs> 